You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. Yeah, News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the News Talk giant of North Alabama. We are broadcasting across the entire range of North Alabama on AM and FM, but you can also stream us online. Go to rightsideradio.org, rightsideradio.org. You can find uh, clips from previous shows. You can get that copy of uh, last Tuesday's uh, Adventures in Woke World. You can hear Copper's Corner from last week. We got it all on there, but you can also stream the show every day online. So if you find yourself driving out of range, just go to it on your smartphone and go to rightsideradio.org and click it on. Hey, before I go to my next guest, who is a good friend, uh, I got to tell you about my friends at ZLA Solutions. ZLA Solutions is an employment group. They, they literally have put people back to work all over the state. It's amazing. I mean, if you're looking for a job, go to ZLAUSA.com. They've got jobs posted. If you're an employer looking to hire people and can't find them, go to ZLAUSA.com. They can square you away. Need help with logistics or management or whatever the case may be, they are helping people all over Alabama right now fill out the staffing ranks. ZLAUSA.com. That's my friends at ZLA Solutions. They like to say, we don't just make it, we make it better. That's ZLA Solutions, and you can find them online at ZLAUSA.com. Hey, listen, I'm bringing on a friend of mine right now, uh, somebody who um, brings sanity to the uh, House of Representatives, at least on most days, uh, in her own special way. But State Representative uh, Connie Cooner-Rowe, she is uh, hailing to us from Walker County area, uh, represents House District 13 in the Alabama House of Representatives. Uh, She's been elected since 2014, but prior to that, uh, she was the first ever uh, female police chief for the city of Jasper, 27 years in law enforcement, got her bachelor's in communications uh, from uh, the University of Alabama, uh, and she is uh, literally one of the members of leadership. Uh, in, in the time that she has been there, she has earned the respect of the body and is uh, the uh, vice chair for rules. And uh, you are, what are you, the vice chair for the caucus? Is that correct? The Republican House Caucus. Yeah. Well, Connie Rowe, thank you for being on Right Side Radio today. Thank you. It feels so right right to be here and uh, i'm absolutely thrilled to get to spend some time with you one of my favorite people that i've ever served with in montgomery and uh could not have turned down the invitation i would have driven all the way to Anniston if I'd had to, but I'm glad I got to come to Athens. There you go, buttering up the show host so I don't ask you any hard questions. I got news, Connie Rowe. If I want to ask you a hard question, I just will. Bring it on, <laughs> Phil. There's a lot of people in Montgomery afraid of you and all oh, of the organizations goodness. with whom you are affiliated. I am not one of them. Oh, listen. <laughs> listen. Listen, and I'll tell you too, uh, Connie, we were laughing in the last break, but uh, but y- you you do bring uh, some measure of sanity partly because of your humor but uh and folks you're hearing the sweet voice by the way yeah she she will take a nightstick to you in a heartbeat <laughs> they ought to make her the house whip because literally what she would do is carry around a whip and probably make it happen oh man it's true it's true you oh. know it. i used to come downstairs from the senate which is on the seventh floor we like to say in the upper reaches of the building and and come down to the fifth floor where the house was and it was like an ant farm everybody going every which way and they were looking at you one time and saying this place scares me i'm going back upstairs <laughs> and you're an army ranger i know I mean, that's that's impressive. Well, I'm just saying, that's how bad it is sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> hey, Connie, we, you got a lot going on. And the time we got together here, I want to talk about several things. Uh, not the least of which is, um, I mean, we're looking at House leadership right now has got uh, – to, to use the euphemism, has got a fr- potential fruit basket turnover. We got Steve Klaus, a budget chairman, who's said he's going to run for speaker. Speaker of the House has said he's retiring and not going to run for re-election. Bill Poole, another budget chairman, just got appointed to be the state finance director. 
And Mike Jones, who's the rule chairman, is now running for a Senate position, so he'll be leaving. And Majority Leader Nathaniel Ledbetter is and also going to run for majority a Majority Leader Nathaniel Ledbetter, yeah, from the northeast part of the state, is going to run for speaker. So we got, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all flopping around. What do you predict here? What's going to happen? In addition to that, your um, pro tem, who is Dr. Victor Gaston out of Mobile, is running again, but but is in, indicated to some that he may not seek the office of pro tem. Which is a, another election yeah. by the body. That's a speaker pro tem. So yeah, if you yeah. take, if you take any um, leadership meeting that has occurred since Speaker Hubbard left the House, you would have your speaker Mike McCutcheon out of Athens. I mean, out of Athens, uh, out out of Huntsville. You would have your majority leader Nathaniel Ledbetter. You would have your budget chairs, which we've talked about, Bill Poole and and Steve Klaus, Representative Klaus, or Chairman Klaus. Um, you would also have your pro tem, uh, and you would have your rules chair. So that's that's, that's literally the, almost all of them. the folks that are sitting in the room. Yeah, two of those are in play for speaker, but every seat will change. The room is almost completely empty, but every seat will change. So, so why this matters, folks, if you're listening right now, is that's the leadership of the House of Representatives, which sets the tone for what gets done in the House. Now, the rank and file, they have a say. They get a vote, obviously. And, and there are chairmanships and other committees. Um, and, but all that's to say, the folks you just named – are the ones who tend to set the, the, the temperature of the room, so to speak. And they also help set the agendas for the day. And if there's a bill that makes it to the floor, it's because that group has pretty much come together and said, these are the bills we're going to work on. You know, I think there's probably a lot of bills that people, members of leadership, want to see make it to the floor, and they never get there. And, you know, and, and there's some bad bills that somehow make it through the system. Um, I think it was uh, how many were dropped last year in the House – Somebody gave me this number not long ago. One hundred seventy-two thousand, I think. It was yeah. it was it huge. Was I, be, I believe it was well over two thousand. Yeah, that were dropped. Um, Three hundred of those come through. Right. You know, at the, at the end of the day, so there's so many things that happen to a piece of legislation before it gets to the floor, before it even gets a shot at the calendar. And you can be on the calendar multiple times and never, ever come to a vote. Uh, because, you know, the selection process, you know, you have committee. It's very different from the Senate. We have a committee. Everybody on the committee gets a chance to pick a bill to go on the calendar. So all of your calendars come out with about 20 bills. The speaker gets more than one selection. The rules chair gets more than one selection. So you have this calendar with 20-something bills on it. But if your first bill derails the train for the day yeah. with filibusters, it or, happens. You know, then the other 19 have got to try to get back on the calendar again, which happens all the time. It happens almost every day. <laughs> almost every day yeah. in the House. Uh, and, 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 and I know that sometimes, too, there's the, there's the deal with the minority caucus will try to derail things unless they get their bill on the calendar, but their bill is the one that derails things overall. And, and you know, just craziness. But So let me ask you this. Uh, it talks of uh, House leadership. The one thing I didn't hear was where's Connie Rowe going? All right. So do I do I do I break the news now that we're looking at Speaker of the House Connie Rowe? Well, th- this is what I, I believe. There are five people that came out in Copper, the mix. didn't say no of of potential folks. Listen, is is this a police interrogation or is is this a friendly conversation that happens to be? Do you broadcast want a lawyer? Do you feel all upon over right North now? Alabama? Listen, I don't need a buddy lawyer. I got you. Copper doesn't want to see. Doesn't want to see this. But um. See, you completely threw me off my game. I got to thinking about wrestling with you on the floor here <laughs> oh my for, to be a winner. And, and I'm, I'm so focused now on how I could do that and accomplish it. Um, 
but where do I go? So so that's an interesting question. There were five people that, that came up in the mix initially, and I was fortunate enough to be one of those. And and of those five, uh, the others were Jones, Klaus, Poole, and... Um, and you're talking for speaker. Yeah, for speaker. Right. And, and Nathaniel Ledbetter. Well, I'm, fr- I'm friends with all four of those guys, and all four of them have at some point in time opened a door for me in leadership in Montgomery. And I don't mean the polite opening a door. They have invited me to a seat at the table so i have really deep respect for for each one of them for different reasons they have different skill sets well we know that pulls out of that mix now right. and and we know that jones is out of that mix now because he's going to run for a senate seat and of right. course can't run for both so you're down to klaus and and ledbetter which i have a relationship with with both of those guys and um you know 16 months is a very long period of time and if you look back historically at the Alabama House, the Alabama legislature as a whole, our politics in Montgomery as a whole, give me a 16-month period of time that's not substantially different at the end than it was at the beginning. And so, you know, I, I think we've got to see what happens in those 16 months. This is a conversation that we really would have next summer uh, as we led up to the end of the quadrennium. And I'm just going to sit back and see what happens. Well, and I, I think that's fair, and I get it, and that's a very diplomatic answer. The, but the other question I guess we'd have, though, that it occurs to me while I'm sitting here listening to this is, you also live in Walker County, which is where the pro tem of the state Senate lives. Yes. And that would be a whole lot of power hunkered down in one county. Yes. Yes. Lord God, if we had yes, you and Greg would. Reed both run it'd be like the Walker County Mafia at that point. Well, Pro Tim Reed is a very different person than I am. <laughs> uh, he 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 takes care of certain situations and I take care of others. He's a very nice man. Um but yeah, we need to uh we need to just let let ha- let happen what now this this is the the best way for me to sum it up. If I wind up in the speaker seat or in the chair of um rules or somewhere else with another opportunity, it'll be organic because that's what works for me. Right. I'm here. I'm going to work. We'll see what happens. That's fair. And um, I guess when we come back for the break here in a minute, I- I'd like to hear if you think there's any outliers, people that we didn't name. Yes. That, that could wind up um, gathering support to run for any leadership position because, you know, what I, what I don't want to see is everything everything is just gathered into one group and they always have the choice spots. And, and, and it's hard to get a choice spot in the House. There's 105 members. Mm-hmm. So um, that said, we're going to go to a break here right now, Connie, and come back. And golly, I may have to just keep you on for a whole hour. Um, all right. News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. The time right now is 317. You are on Right Side Radio, where we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. You're listening to one of my favorite members of the House of Representatives, Connie Rowe, represents House District 13 from the Jasper area. We'll be right back after this. Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio. We are here every day from 2 to 5 p.m. setting the record straight. Looking for more people to be right side ruffians and join the crowd listening to us in the afternoons here where we are literally saying constantly that we are solid, 
conservative and just plain right. I'm going back to a conversation with uh, somebody whose company I enjoy, uh, but but also uh, who has the respect of many members of the House of Representatives and Senate because uh, because of what she does and what she stands for, and that's Representative Connie Rowe. Connie, we were uh, we were just debating uh, earlier, and uh, I think in the break you told me that you were planning a coup in the House of Representatives. You were going to take all the positions <laughs> and hold them for yourself. <laughs> Oh man, let uh, me start texting the leadership yeah, okay, group. Yeah, speaker, speaker McCutcheon. Is, I didn't really say that. Phil is off the chain. Okay. If I hadn't tried to do that before, it wouldn't be such a big deal. But yeah, we don't need to start that. No, okay. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this though. Um, I, I am serious about this when I say it. Uh, it. It's 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 got to be that the same group of people don't always hold all the positions. So do you see some outliers, some folks that we haven't talked about yet? That, that could say, hey, uh, I'd like to run for that job within my caucus and, and have a chance to do it? I think, I think that what we're looking at currently is this, is that the dynamics of the group have changed so much because when, when your group came in in 2010 in the, in the Senate and then, of course, downstairs in the House, there was a, a huge push to fill leadership slots that had been previously occupied by the folks across the aisle. So there were a lot of folks that were... Uh, moved into leadership positions almost automatically since then they've held those positions so in 2014 when i came uh, those leadership slots were filled except for the ones that are elected by the caucus and you've just had to wait for people to retire to move on to do this to do that not to run again to get beat for there to be an occasional place for you to get a foothold to climb And, and i need to say this because i think it's important so why does anybody want leadership positions in the house well, you Great elevate question. your district. If if I if I move into a leadership position, it's not necessarily good for me. It's more time. It's more energy. It's it's doing things outside of the realm of just being a legislator and voting my district uh, and and voting for what I believe in and what's right. But if you if you elevate yourself, you're not really elevating yourself. You're pulling your district and the counties that you represent into conversations that matter. You have a seat at the table. You have a voice that's heard. And so it's very beneficial to you if you live in a legislative district where your people who represent you are sitting at the table in Montgomery. Um, and, and so I think that's why people want to do that. So how the dynamic has changed now is that for the first time since majority takeover in 2010, what we will have is we're going to have a fruit basket turnover. Yeah. We're going to have open slots. Yeah, yeah. Open slots and leadership. So we had a huge freshman class in 2018. Right. And we're fixing to have another huge freshman class. So a lot of these folks will be newcomers. So who's left that came in 2014 and before. Yeah, I think they are standing in line for I, leadership. I'm slots. picturing people like Terry Collins. I'm picturing people like Danny, Danny Garrett, David Faulkner, certainly um, Jim Hill, who's chairs judiciary. But I could see him saying something. But you know, some of those folks who have been there a few years, but um, have become leaders among the body, if you will. People who came happening. in with me include Kyle South, Kyle South, absolutely. Joe Lovern, uh, yeah, out of absolutely. out of Lee County. Um, in addition to Chris Blackshear um, and um, Corley Ellis out of Shelby County, you've just you've just got a lot of people that either were elected in 2014 or before who, who may very well fill some of those slots. I'll tell you another friend of yours that um, is is a leader and absolutely a chairman, and that is Alan. 
Alan, who was a football coach. Alan, his name just completely escaped me. Absolutely. Yeah, a, a great guy uh, who has, has just not really pursued, you know, the, the, the leadership table. But, um, yeah, I think uh, Alan Baker, that's his name, Alan Baker. I had to write it down for it just so you're right now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually did. I love Alan Baker. He's a great guy. I just sat by him. I just sat by him at a dinner and uh, a luncheon in Nashville a couple of weeks ago. It's it's my age. It's not Alan's significance in the world. It's my age that that I just couldn't remember. Hey, Connie, let me ask you. Let me go change the gears real quick. We got about two and a half to three minutes left. So um, that was leadership, and we could talk about that all day. Uh, but there's still a lot to come this year. All right, yes. I, I anticipate. You guys are going to have several potential special sessions, or at least one big special session, um, and, and and I'm hearing the rumors, and some of which I know are, are true, and some of which are just rumors. We, because of reapportionment, every 10 years, the legislature has to redraw the district lines based upon the new census data. Of course, the Biden administration has taken forever to get the census data out to us, so that's been delayed. That would have already been done, but now that'll be a special session. Um I'm hearing a potential special session on prisons. I'm hearing a special session potentially on gambling, which I find a little bit shocking since this is an election year. I don't think many people are going to want to do that. But I had somebody yesterday who was very involved in the pro-gambling side of things saying they're hearing a potential fall special session. And I thought, what? But what do you think? How many special sessions or what topics would you be looking at? Well, I think that we absolutely have to have a special session that is dedicated to reapportionment. And and while a lot of people imagine that the, the lines of their district are going to change significantly, I think that what we'll see is some scalpel cuts, not axe cuts, on moving those lines because so much of that has already, you know, been through the process of, of legalese. So that I just don't think that it's going to be huge. But you I think, see one on gaming? I think that's a special session. I do not see one on gaming. I don't think there's a taste for it. We had our shot. Uh, Gam- gam- gaming had it shot didn't make it I-, I don't think we come back to that until the next quadrennium i do think that we'll look at prisons uh and uh also how we're going to spend that last batch of money that's going to come from the feds. oh it's always about spending the money well listen folks this has been state representative connie rowe she is among leadership in the house of representatives i'm not going to be a bit surprised to find her in a significant place of leadership after the fruit basket turnover is over with Check her out. She's online. You can also find her um, uh, in the House of Representatives representing her district, House District 13. It's Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We are solid, conservative, just plain right. We'll be right back after this.